Are you stressed out? Looking for direction? Well, you need Let God Life Coaches. Let God Life Coaches is a team of highly trained experts available all over the world that come into your life, look deeply and analytically at all of your worries, anxieties, and strife, and do absolutely nothing. Our staff at Let God Life Coaches is especially equipped to let God do whatever he gonna do. Won't he do it? Call Let God Life Coaches today. Yeah! What it do? It's your boy, Joel Boyd. Comedy actor, writer, director. You know, I'll be out here. Hey man, we got a great episode. Welcome to High Power. Uh, if you're new, this is the show where everybody is trying to find the best version of themselves. So welcome to a high vibration of yourself. I hope you're feeling yourself today. We got a great guest, Chantrice Janae. What can I say? She's an entrepreneur, jewelry maker, designer, musician. We talk about all the things she does. Uh, she's just a light, man. And, and to anybody who's listening out there, if you're a light in the, the friend circle and the family circle that you're in, I hope this episode gives you a little bit of steam. Right after this little intro with me and Ralph, we got a great episode, a great interview with Chantrice. You can also catch me if you like comedy, stand-up. I'm going to be at uh, Koreatown Comedy Show October 5th. If you are in the Baltimore area, we're actually screening the short film High Power on October 7th. You can find all that at highpowerfilm.com and also all the shows that I'm doing coming up at therealjoelboyd.com. But you're here for the podcast. So let's get it started. Welcome to High Power. saying that they're like if it is your will god like you know let this happen you know mm. when people say that if it's your will let it be done but the will is the work that you're doing right like mm -hmm. if it is your will let me be this great comedian you can't mm -hmm. just go to sleep after you pray that like you gotta mm -hmm. put in if it is your will then that means you're putting in the work and then the willingness mm -hmm. happens like you know like because i feel like here's the thing like I'm always thinking like we are gods, like in a in a <laughs> like don't get all like uh, where on some Kanye shit because he even got humbled. I'm saying like we are the masters of our imaginations. Like no one can tell us that like what to do, how to drink, how to eat. Like after a certain point, you have to master that for yourself. So the mastering the work, like when you're asking God for something, essentially you're asking yourself like you can do this, right? Like. I am doing this. I am. That's why it's powerful to say I am. I am. You know, when people say that, like, I am love. I am abundance. I am that I am. Like, when God's like, mm -hmm. I am. Who are you? That's the burning bush. I am what I am. Like, I mm -hmm. am. So it's just like, I always say that. Like, I am this. I am that. But I also realize I can't just say the words. I can't just write it down. I really have to practice everything I preach and it's like because mm -hmm. everything sounds good when you're saying it out loud like yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that when you like put in the work that's like the unglory glory yeah. you know what I mean like where no one sees yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like testing uh it's almost, it's almost like the universe like pushing back a little bit like okay you said that uh you really want that because you got to prove it Bro, 
every day and tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's just like all these little tests. Nothing is smooth. Like, yeah, I don't, nothing, bro. Nothing is smooth. You'd be bro. like, man, all I wanted to do was this little. Bro, just this Prove week, it. I'm it. editing a podcast <laughs> at my house and the mouse doesn't want to work. Oh. And the keyboard just is dying on me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm getting so mad. I'm getting, I'm like, why can't anything just be smooth? Like, I mean, yeah. I ended up buying a new keyboard and bit, like, but I was just like, it's just these small little things Tiny. where you're just like, Tiny. Why? Why? Like, I can't for the life of me keep a pillowcase on my pillow at night. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing in my dreams subconsciously. I'm fucking ripping my pillowcases off my, like, I'll wake up, <laughs> like, and just like, no pillowcases on my pillows. All four of them. Are you serious? I'm, I'm not joking. If you go to my house right now, I'd stop putting pillowcases on my pillows because it's just like in the morning, they're just gone. Like they're like on the floor. Like on the floor. Can't find like I don't know what I'm doing in my sleep. I promise you, I can buy a new pillow. I just bought new pillows. I just bought a new pillowcase. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're old, my guy. I fucking they don't want to stay in the Holy shit. Like I'm I don't know if I'm wrestling. I don't know what I'm sleeping. I did have some weird sleeps this week. Yeah. Because it was like heat wave and I was cold and I was hot. So. Yeah. But like those pillow wars I've been having for a couple couple. So what do you do? Do you just kind of like let it I let, go? I fucking can't control it at night. It looks good. I only put pillowcases when I have female company coming over mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to let it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just Come the on. way you said that shit silk i'm like damn nigga this nigga is a player no i don't even have silk yet oh, i should no. get silk for myself like yeah i yeah. should that's silk pillow i learned that from cat williams right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i don't drink alizé but bitches do <laughs> oh that shit really really is probably the best is a goat, bro. Yeah, he's goat for that shit because he was teaching game, nigga. He's just yeah. like, sick pillowcases, not for me, but for my bed. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And you grow up, you're like, oh, he was actually right. I feel like I'm responsible for my friends getting back together. <laughs> Your friends get back together? Yeah, they're getting back. I feel like they... <laughs> I feel like I'm responsible a little bit. Like, a little bit. Like, let me just... Let me just tell you real quick. I mean, they probably broke up. Yeah, I, they broke up and it's like because I predicted it it's funny when people break up they make that shit loud bro. like yeah we broke up blah, blah, blah. but when they get back together they quiet as fuck ain't it they're just like oh yeah we're back together uh, yeah we're back together <laughs> yeah, yeah we're back together I, I, I forgot I didn't tell you we're back together people love making that I fucking that's why I was like that space shit when being the light when you're a light person like our guest was mm -hmm. like and people are moths and you got to, like, let that shit go because people love to vent to people that are light. They you do. know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, I fuck. And I, I had a cousin fucking damn near, like, talking all this shit. All this shit. Like, I'm leaving my, I'm leaving this girl. But I mm -hmm. talked to my mom about this. No, she doesn't deserve. I don't give a fuck. Ba -ba -ba. This is like a morning. I'm looking for podcast files I can't find. So I'm like, I'm stressed mm -hmm. on my side, mm -hmm. and he's just giving it he's to adding, me, adding, adding like all this shit, and I'm sitting here taking it, and then like problems are resolved on his end. But yeah, nothing, he released it. He yeah. released it. Yeah. So, but he gave it to me. <sighs> he gave he gave all that like, and I I told him that too. Like, I was like, you understand that that morning you just let it all out. Mm -hmm. You all anger, all passion, 
And then you just, you left me, bro. Mm-hmm. You didn't even resolve. You didn't even say, hey, I fixed it with my girl. I did this. Oh, yeah, we back together. We cut. I didn't even get that. I had to hear it from someone else. Like, you resolved it. I'm like, bro, that's not fair. That's mm-hmm. not fair to anyone that you meant to. So now, like, if people are venting, I'm like, hold on. If you're not going to give me the resolution after this, don't talk to me. If you're just going to mm-hmm. vent, you're going to be angry, and you just need someone to listen, all right, write it down first, then come talk to me. If it's mm-hmm. really that serious. If it's really you feel that type of way, write it down. Write a whole letter to, down to the person you're angry with. Write, don't send it. Just write it down. You still feel hot? Come talk to me. Because mm-hmm. by that time you write it down, you feel it, and you're like, all right, some yeah. of this shit is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying people can't vent to me. I'm just saying when it's solved, when you have the resolution and you find peace, involve me in the peace too. Let Mm -hmm. me get the peace that you got now because you Mm -hmm. just gave me all of this. Mm -hmm. You didn't give me no resolution. Now I have to, now the next time I see you, I think you're on the brink of divorce, but you're in love again. Mm -hmm. But that's not fair because not, you know what I mean? So, right, right, right. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard uh, for people that, is that's their assignment, you know? Like, I... I mm-hmm. I feel like my mom was definitely a light on earth. And I'm not just saying this because she passed. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, a pure example of what a light on earth was supposed to be, like, caring and giving to people. But I also saw the back end of it, mm-hmm. where it was just like, oh, shit, she's stressed. Mm-hmm. But she never, like, she just carried it. But, like, I said, like, that shit gets into your body, that should get into your system. And if you don't know, like, the Reiki healing or the cleansing or the... That shit just stays in you. And then, like, you get eventually get sick. You know what I mean? I feel like, mm. like, you, like, if you don't have the place to release, like, you gave light to everyone, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was giving you light back. Like, I don't know anything mm. in her life that was, like, really, like, oh, she's recharging right now. Mm-hmm. Like... I think the last two years of her life, that's when she, like, really went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. and I was just like, oh, shit. Like, that's when she started, when she took a step back and, like, took a vacation, like, that's when she started getting the back pains and, like, realizing, oh, shit, I'm uh, it was catching holding, up to it her. was catching up. And by that time, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And, like, once that catches up, like, and you're the only light in the, like, now, like, the person that has the only, like, light shining is sick. Who's charging her up? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you don't get better unless you get charged up. By, and I'm sure other people had light, but the light that she was given was not being like, you know, reciprocate. Mm-hmm. In my humble opinion, like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's going to be people like, well, you're, I can't care about your mom. And yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. But it was just like the light that she gave was unmatched. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not just saying that. So speaking of lights, we have an amazing guest, beautiful guest. Holy shit. I mean, you know, y'all have to uh, follow her and, and keep up with her because uh, she gave us all of her light today. Chantrice Janae, uh, you can give her, I, I'm, I'm going to just give her three of the titles that she holds. But I, I'll say entrepreneur, jewelry designer, and a musician, uh, even though they are uh, just among of the few hats that she wears. Uh, you can support her by checking out and, and getting some of her beautiful jewelry handcrafted designs. They're crystals. They do all kinds of inner work um, that you can do your research on at her website. And you can order there as well at creativejeans.com. That's C-R, the number eight, and then T-I-V-E, 
G-E-N-E-S.com. And she also puts out music. She had a single called AYG. And um, and you can listen to it everywhere that you get music. So please support her. Stream it at Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere that you get your music. Keep up with her on IG. Uh, you can follow Creative Jeans. That's C-R-A-T-I-V-E, Jeans, um, G-E-N-E-S. And you can also keep up with her personal page at Chantrice Janae on IG and Twitter. And uh, we have a really deep conversation with her uh, coming right up after this quick commercial break. When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing I do? I grab a cup of coffee. But you know, it's like I want to immediately contribute to the world in a positive way. So how do I do that? You know what I do? I buy my coffee from California Coffee Company. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. They're a Black-owned, culturally connected coffee and lifestyle brand. Their products taste amazing. It's freshly ground, roasted coffee. They have all types of flavors that are just exactly what you need in the morning. They are young. They are doing it. They're reclaiming the culture through coffee, through teaching everybody that follows their movement about culture, class, and confidence. And, and, and truly, they are letting people know where the true origins of coffee came from. Did you know that the coffee bean originates from Ethiopia? Did you know that? Enslaved black folks established the coffee industry in South and Central America. But when people think of coffee, they don't really think about black folks, you know, in its origins. But, but, but they are here to change that. You guys are out there and you're drinking your coffee every day. I'm telling you where you got to go. You got to go to CaliCoffee.co. That's Cali coffee.co the california coffee company and you're going to use our discount code powerpod for 15 percent off your coffee purchase they ship nationwide and you can get your coffee and maybe some of their apparel at calicoffee.co you can follow them on instagram at the cali coffee and they are going to hook you up and let you know that tasting is believing they're telling a new story about people of color through the world's most beloved beverage. That's California Coffee Company. Go ahead, type in your code at calicoffee.co. California Coffee Company. Really, I feel like when I was in school, I was always somewhere else. I was there Mm -hmm. and I was kind of like floating, (laughs) but I wasn't really being present. I was like, what is this? We're in rooms and we have to do homework Mm -hmm. and they want us to do all these read books and you know, we're supposed to be in these cliques and these kids don't like these kids. And they I felt like an outcast most of the time mm-hmm. where I was like, the, they were like, OK, she's cool. But then we don't she's she's not really like us. So we don't know where to put her. So mm-hmm. I always felt like I was looking for people that were lonely or people that didn't have friends. And I wanted to be that one friend. I didn't mm-hmm. believe in like talking about others or looking down on people. So I always kind of was like a leader. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Ever, ever since, you know, elementary school. I was the calendar monitor at pictures where I was like, they trusted me to have that role. So they seen something in me. I didn't even know. I didn't see it in myself. The kids or the teachers? The teachers. The teachers. teachers. Yeah. I have pictures where where I'm standing next to my teachers, third grade, fourth grade. (laughs) And so I was always like a leader. And I really didn't know that until like I'm realizing like, wow, I was really like a trailblazer. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't loud. What would they say to you? Like, were they just like, like, we need a kid to do the so-and-so. Chantrice. (laughs) 
Like, or was it like uh, this kid's freaking finished her homework before everybody? It, what, I don't was... think it really was academics. It was more like character, which does tie in hand in hand because I still have all my awards, like mm-hmm. for being the most outstanding student or being the most friendliest student, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Okay. Where, okay. where is this? Where'd you grow up? In Pasadena. Oh, in California? Yes. Nice. Yeah, from Pasadena. Oh, man. California. Sunny cowgirl. <laughs> the OGs. I used to do background acting. Mm-hmm. I used to do that a lot. I was in the BET New Edition, the biopic that was on oh, BET. Oh, I was like the fangirl. There's like a couple of scenes and people were like, oh, I see you and showing me like clips. And I was like a high school fangirl. I was in so many Scream Queens. I was in this one scene. It was like this bloody episode. Yeah. And I was just going to so many different shows and TV shows. I did uh, I did Standing Room Only where you get paid to watch TV shows. Right, right, so I right. met a lot of people and been on like sets for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then I started to grow out of it. I was like, I don't really, I don't know if this is my vibe. Mm-hmm. But it's a good vibe, but I just don't really like just being in the background all the time. Or, And I was just like, okay, where are we going with this? With these roles, with these lines? Is mm-hmm. this taking me to where I need to be? Or am I just, do I just want to do it because I want to be famous? Or mm-hmm. like, am I going to get somewhere with how it? Do you, how do you not lose your mind? Because I feel like you, you ask your, she's a Libra too. Uh, let me start there. Uh, let me start. Uh, okay. Let's yeah. get it. Let's get it straight. If that's where we're starting. This, it's almost right. Libra season. It's almost Libra season. But I'm, because, oh, how do you not lose your mind? Because I feel like you also ask yourself a lot of questions. And it yeah. sounds like from even when you were a child, you were quantifying and just like categorizing things. And even what you said, like, why are we in these rooms? Why are, why are these kids hanging out together? Why are we excluding this kid? What, you know, where, <laughs> how do you like <laughs> strategize all that? Because you know what I mean? Well, I feel like it's the way I'm designed. The way I'm designed from the creation, from the most high, from my ancestors, uh, you know, values that my mother has instilled with me. Mm -hmm. My mother's an artist. And so the name of my line is called Creative Genes because it's in my genes to be creative. Mm -hmm. So I'm tapping into something that uh, emanates from within me, from in my spirit, in my soul, within my genetic code. Mm -hmm. And so that's just really where it comes from. I'm an analytical thinker as well. So I do think a lot. And I've known that. You know, so that's something I'm working through just to be more not to think so much, but to be more like feeling. And so I'm not like thinking about, oh, this and that and that and that and this is this, this, this. Mm-hmm. But I have techniques and things that I do like meditation mm-hmm. at times, yoga. I surround myself with people that are like higher conscious on a path of that and mm-hmm. regular people, too, because everybody's not about like oneness or enlightenment and, you know, letting go of what no longer serves them because I'm around like regular people, too. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know. Something that I found. Within. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I just feel like, for me, it can get exhausting. Oh, it can. I feel like I've reached some moments where I feel burnt out or tired. Yeah. That could be because I'm an empath and mm-hmm. or what you, I'm someone who carries a light. And that attracts a lot of people. It attracts moths, parasites, all types of people. So I learned that I have to protect my energy. Did you say moths? Yeah, moths. What does that mean? Moths? Like the, the moth? Right, I know the like animal. How, but... Like light attracts light, but it also attracts uh, oh, like moths like and pests. They, they yeah pests and they eat. They can like take your energy, like oh, energy stealers, shit. energy vampires, and oh, these shit. these types of people can be in like different types of rooms that you're in and you don't even know, and then you, you don't even know why you're drained or you might be feeling suicidal or something. Whole time it's because you've been around people and you're not really taking account mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. being aware of these things. So I'm 
I'm highly aware. You do a lot of things from the entrepreneurship and the jewelry designing to, I mean, the dance. Uh, I I mean, I just kind of discovered your uh, musical persona um, and just the vibes there. Do you, how do you, or like you were just saying, like you feel like you have to renew and, you know, kind of rewash and re-energize your body. How do you prioritize or like organize your talents? Because I, I was literally having a conversation with a friend recently about this. um, Because I feel like even though, you know, the few things that I do are very close and related, you know, like comedy, acting, writing, all that, you know, (laughs) creator stuff. But it I have felt like, and I, I wonder if if you've had this um, response. I felt lately as if people, some of them are peers, some of them are my peers, and then some of them are industry people, like kind mm-hmm. of the suits, you mm-hmm. know, the uh, freaking, you know, you know those fucking people. Um, <laughs> but I felt this feeling of like, oh, let me let me hold off on him, like let me let him figure himself out. Let me let him see what what he's going to do. And then when he's ready, when I when I see when he sees what he's doing, I'll come right back. That's what I feel like people are doing to me, but have Ooh. you ever felt like um like you're doing too much or like have have any have people Oh, are you kinda... saying in regards to your talent? Yeah, I feel like I feel like sometimes when you do too many things, people get confused. Right. Yeah, I whether feel it's like, your fans or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that can. I feel like that has happened sometimes, and sometimes I'm like, okay, wait, am I a dancer? Am I a singer? Am I a, mm-hmm. a writer? Am I a this? Am I wait? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm all of those things. Yeah. I don't have to choose which one. It's just that I have to switch gears and find leverage. So I'm, you know, finding the balance between all my gifts because mm-hmm. my thing is is that I don't want to die with my gifts inside of me. Mm. And I know I have these gifts and I know sometimes some of the programs that I've adopted, when I say programs, I'm saying realms of thoughts, maybe not totally believing in myself or believing, but believing in doubts or just these voices. And I'm like, wait, 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 I got to get rid of all that. I got to use the gift. But as I've been evolving and releasing the layers, I've been coming more to that and realizing I'm only here for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so... I really have to, well, I don't have to, but it's best to be in harmony with nature and use my gifts and share them. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been working towards and doing. And so I'm I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And so you you just kind of simplified it in that way for you. You don't really, like whenever somebody comes to you and they're like, wait, but you did, then I just see you at the... You sell jewelry and now you got music. Like you don't like you're just letting that kind of be. I'm letting. I'm actually letting that go because I'm realizing that's just extra. That's like static. Mm-hmm. Like I did a talent show. I think it was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I-, I got asked to be in it. I usually don't do com- competitions. I'm not very. I'm not a competitive person, mm-hmm. but I can compete. It's just not something like I don't, I don't feel like. Oh, I'm the best, and I'm the best at what I do. I'm the best at being me. Yeah, I'm the best in that regards, and so. I came in second place. Wow. And, you know, it was a cash yeah. prize. I won $150. Hey, let's go. Hey, let's go. It was, it was Wait, cool. what was it for? Music or dance? It was for music. Um, for, yeah. Did you sing? You sang? Yeah, I sing. I sing. Oh, let's uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows because I didn't post really about it on, yeah. like, my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't feel like everything needs to be on the internet, but it is cool. It's important because, like, how do you expect people to know if you don't share, right? right? right, right. And so um, I hadn't sang in a while, performed in a while. And so I really was like, I got to get back out there. I got to go do that. And and I went out there and I did it. 
Would you mm-hmm. do an original song? I sang a cover by Beyonce. It was called XO. It's, it's the song about love. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you were feeling it? Well, I was feeling it, but I feel like I was very relaxed. All like, right. I'm not really like, oh, do, 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 do. I was like, okay, I got this gift. I got to go out there and sing it and just use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like I've been being more relaxed. And I'm still working on being more zen, too. And just releasing all of the excess thoughts. Mm-hmm. All the gray wow. clouds just floating Yeah, gray by. clouds and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Gemini's and Libras, I feel, are like, yeah. I'm like the evil twin. Like, I'm like the one that's just like, yeah. you guys are so fucking balanced, bro. <laughs> like, I like you guys, but also fuck y'all. Like, I like y'all, but fuck y'all. Y'all just like, I understand. It's cool. I understand. Well, that's your choice. Those are Libras. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. is your choice. Yeah. You can feel that way. You're like, you don't even get mad. Shut the fuck up. I know. Like, I'll be quiet. Not because you're telling me to, because I feel like that's what it is right now. I'm like, all right. That is. That's really Libras. Like, we're just very, to- we're like too tolerant, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But y'all have their ideas too. Y'all have genius ideas. I think I've just been hurt by Libras. I feel like they just show up in your life. Romantically? Yeah, and then they just leave. And it's oh, yeah, not yeah, even yeah. like they're doing it on purpose. It's just who they are. Like, they just like... Well, like, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of uh, astrology things I've been reading lately have been telling me, and I wonder if you've been reading this stuff, but just like, you know, you, you're you're supposed to be on your own path. Like, you're supposed to be... Um, I've outgrown, not that, it's not, I don't want it to sound like a, a negative thing, but it's like, oh man, I realize I've never had like a best friend for my whole life. It's always been like, oh, I've been with this group of people for this season. Mm. And right. then when that season's done and something happens where it's like, oh, this is not good anymore or it just kind of falls <laughs> apart. And I'm like, right. ah, man. And I, I don't know. Exactly. It's, no, it's, I feel but that. But it feels natural, though. It, it does feel Even natural. though you look back a few years later and you're like, oh, shit, what happened to my friends? I've been feeling that. I look- oh, shit. <laughs> Where are all of my friends? Wow. I've literally been thinking that, like, within the past couple of days. I'm like, am I a horrible person? Because, like, my friends, where are they? <laughs> And I'm like, are we outgrowing each other because it's natural? Or is it because, like, we have some harboring feelings towards another that we're not really ready to address? But then I'm like, nah, it's supposed to be like that. We just grow apart and we find new people and we let the old people go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always I always look at my birthday. I'd be like, all right, next year, some of y'all are not going to be here. I just know that. Yeah. I just know that. Y'all <laughs> yeah. are not going to be here next year. Yeah. And if y'all are, damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You don't have one, like, friend from, like, you can call from, like, college and be like, you might not see him every day, but, you know, they're still my friend. Do you have any of those? I, do, I feel like I, funny enough, more from childhood, like, way back in the day. Like, oh. I still talk to people from, like, middle school and, like, oh, damn. elementary school more than, more than people from, like, my late teens, early 20s. Because I, I don't know, man. I, I, and we're all at that age where it's like right. people are really choosing right now where you want to put your time. Right. And it's like, okay, I can't I can't be here anymore with y'all. I can't right. do this every weekend. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do heroin right. every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also some people, like, they're, they haven't evolved mm. totally. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, 
I don't, that 2010 version doesn't really fit in 2022. We still have that friend connection, but it's like, where are, are we still seeing eye to eye or like, mm. are we still at this level? And it's like, it causes like a combustion mm-hmm. and then you just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All my friends got kids. I'm like, damn, am I the 2010 version? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the problem? Uh, no. <laughs> Let's go. What the fuck? Ralph, you're still doing that comedy. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah. Still doing the comedy. Still huh? an artist out here, huh? I see you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, you know, I stopped smoking weed. I have a child now. <laughs> I got a mortgage. Yeah, bro. yeah, I got a mortgage. I got a mortgage with a silent T. You know yeah, what you know yeah. about that? I would be like, you know what? You know what? Good for you. <laughs> yeah, California's treating me great. <laughs> Hold on, the bus is coming. <laughs> That's how it goes. It really is. Outside of uh, LA, everyone is growing up. You know that. Like, everyone yeah. is growing up. Like, well, uh, but. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Yes, yes. But I also think it's like, I, I hear what, a lot of what your earlier thoughts were, Chantrice, of like, are people paying attention, though, to what's possible? Right? Right. Because it's like, I used to think like that, too. I think I was always, like, I think all three of us have kind of been, I think a lot of people on our show have felt like outcasts in some way where they're just like, I don't fit in over here, but I don't fit in over here. Right. And I think I've always been like, why are we... I, I knew, I don't know. I knew I never wanted to do the nine to five thing and be yeah. stuck and, and you know, because I think a lot of people are like, and no shade to anybody, but it's like, damn, a lot of, some people that I'm like, oh man, this was like the coolest person ever from high school stayed in the city, like the city of the same city and then just like, so I'm just like, I wonder if people even want to challenge themselves right. to not do the, like, let me get a steady job, let me get some kids, let me get married, and just see, like, what kind of what you're saying, Chantrice, of just like, because I feel like you're challenging yourself constantly. Right. And maybe I have the means and the freedom to do so, or I the choices that I make, because I feel like mm-hmm. we all have choices that we can choose. We can yeah. choose to stay the same or we can choose to evolve. Mm-hmm. And if you're not evolving, then you're like, what are you doing? You're staying stagnant. Something that's not growing is dead. Mm. So I choose Ooh. growth. I choose growth. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I went to Costa Rica with my godmother. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. The Rika healer? Yes. Oh. Yeah. All right. Talk about it. Let's go. We're on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was. What went down in Costa Rica? What went down in Costa Rica? Wow. So when I get to the like uh, LAX, that's when it all, all, everything started. I see Common. I see <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Wow. I'm like, well, on the plane, I seen her. She had like this short hair. I didn't really know yeah, what she it was cut her. her. Hair. Yeah. So when you go to Costa Rica, your first stop is Panama. So you have to stop at Panama. Okay. You know, and we, we got off there. It was a layover. And I was like, is that her? I was like, oh, yeah, it's her. But I didn't say anything because I don't really know her. But I was just like, oh, that's cool. And then <laughs> that we just let that go. I told my godmom, my godmom's my, my godmom like, who? She doesn't. She doesn't yeah. even watch TV. She's very highly spiritual. She's into, like, spiritual stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Then we go to Costa Rica. Oh, man. It was, I had the time of my life. Yeah. My spirit, it felt free. Mm-hmm. I felt relieved of America, Ooh, of all the programs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt like I could, like, I my smile was genuine. 
It's genuine here, but it was 10 times more genuine over there. Mm. I felt like I had this knot in my back. And my godmom, she had to get the stones at the hotel we were at to like relieve the the pain. Mm -hmm. Because she's also a massage therapist. And I think the knot was all the stress from America that I've accumulated Mm -hmm. and and the programming. And I had it had to release out my body Mm. because what they say over there is pura vida, which means pure life. Because mm-hmm. there's yeah, pure life yeah, everywhere. Yeah. There's Whatever nature. The people there are just kind. They're compassionate. They have mm-hmm. values. And I'm like, this is what life's about. Do you speak Spanish? El poquito. Un poquito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me necesito más uh, trabajar en mi español. Mm. I, need, I need to work hard. Donde está mi coison? Now that I think about it, there was a guy in Costa Rica that kind of looked like you. Really? Mm-hmm. That's and he, he owned like this smoothie shop and everything. And, that's and my he had Simon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like if I went spiritual side and just like, you know, <laughs> just what? did that. Just did that. Like I didn't have that artist ego that was like, you know, I still got shit to do here. That's <gasps> right. me down there. Like that's yeah. really me. Making, you yeah, that's really anymore. you. Yeah. <laughs> Making smoothies, See, man. You need the CMOS, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You need to clear all that out, man. You're coming in with a lot of stress, you catch dude. People as soon as they come off the, right. yeah, yeah. Off the airport. Hey, bro, you stressed, bro. You hey. stressed, bro. I see the bags under your eyes. I can get rid of those. <laughs> really? Come here, on. right here. Come on. Free samples, man. Free samples. Yes. You're from Detroit? Oh, come oh, on man. in. Oh, man, you got a Detroit package. <laughs> I got a, you're from the D? I got a Detroit package, nigga. Oh, that man. shit got edelberries in there, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh ahead, no. Okay. So okay, your your or godmother, she helped release the the knot. Yeah, the knot. What else happened? Yeah, yeah. How long what were I, you there? Like two weeks. Oh, oh damn. Two weeks. So I was I was in I was in Puerto Viejo for the m- most for the main part. That's like a it gives like a Venice Beach vibe, but it's more down to earth. Oh. Like they have their little cafes and their more shops. More down to earth than Venice. Well, you think. Venice Beach is down to earth. Oh, wait. No, it is down to earth. It is. It's, it's earthly. It's earthly down there. But <laughs> there's some characters down there that makes it really like down yeah, to earth. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you travel, there's a lot of tourist attractions and a lot of, uh, you know, people that go to a certain place and it just changes the integrity of it. And yeah. like, wait, is this are we yeah. here or are we at a tourist attraction? Yeah. But so we try to really get the vibes. We try to be around right. people that were like us, mm. black people, people of color. And we found it. So that was mm. they had pictures of Marcus Garvey around in quotes. I was like, mm. well, it, it's like a Lamert Park vibe too. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice seeing people like yourself and me speaking Spanish. They were speaking yeah. Spanish to me like I was a native. I, of course, I could speak a little bit to get by. Yeah. And I used Google Translator when I needed to. Got to. Mm-hmm. But the food was 10 times better. Mm. It's fresher. Mm. They don't put all of those chemicals, pesticides. Oh, man. And my taste buds were like on 10. Damn. I just felt so, like, one with life. I was like, I can live out here. I might have to leave America for this. Oh, I be thinking about that, man. I I think there's a lot of, it's unfortunate. I think the way you talk about choices, I don't know if a lot of people understand the choices that they have. Me and my girlfriend talk a lot about, like, what what would it look like if we wanted to leave the United States? Um, And I had never been out of the country until, like, a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I felt that on the plane ride back. I was like... Oh, wow. We live in this, like, just racial bubble. Exactly. Like, really is what... That's not the only thing. Right. But that was one of the biggest weights that I felt coming back onto my body as I literally... As the plane was approaching California again. I was like, oh, <laughs> right. fuck. 
Exactly. Like American racism. Right, right, right. (sighs) It's like a portal over Mm. here. It's a portal Mm -hmm. for sure. Because I didn't feel any racist vibes when I was out there. I was like, wow, I can be black. Mm -hmm. I can be my African self on purpose. Mm -hmm. And just nobody's questioning me. People aren't looking at me all crazy and stuff. Yeah. It happens out here, but I feel like people out here are starting to wake up. But it's like they're so behind on the times out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you do that on? Um, I like what you're saying about the techniques and the the ways that you kind of renew yourself. So this may be too invasive, but like, how do you go about your space or your 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 home? Like, I feel like because that's a a place to start. You know what right. I mean? Yes, exactly. So. Like, at home, my room is my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone's room should be their sanctuary. But how most people see it is like, okay, that's their room, their bed, where they sleep. And, yeah, you know, so I have an altar in my room mm-hmm. where I honor my ancestors. Ooh. I wake up every day and I pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pray for what I'm grateful for and whatever I'm here to, for my intentions, really. You pray to your ancestors? My ancestors in higher power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you call? What do you? What do you? What are the words you use? What are the? What do you call? Because I, I've, I grew up. Me and Ralph have a huge, you know, church mm-hmm. background, <clears throat> and me. I think we've adopted different terms now. Dear Heavenly Father, Jesus of the Most High. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. Well, I don't say all that. I did grow up as a Christian, but mm-hmm. I feel like did we really grow up as these things or did we grow up because we were just in it and our family brought us to church? Like, it wasn't like, oh, can we go here, mom? No, mom's the one telling us where we're going and dad or whoever you were with. Mm -hmm. So we went to where they told us to go. We didn't really go to where we wanted to go or what we knew about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as I grew up and evolved, I says, wait, there's something more. There's something deeper than this because this community, there's so many problems. Mm -hmm. I go to the communities and I'm seeing all these problems, stressed out kids, Mm -hmm. They look like they got abused or abandoned and liquor stores on every corner, but then they're going to church to go pray. And I'm like, is the church doing something to help the community? Or like, well, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? I said, I don't really want to be a part of things that aren't really, not that it's not making sense, but they're not really evolving Mm -hmm. to the the highest capacity that they can be. But in their mind, they might be like, oh, it works for me. And, you know, someone told them about it, so it works. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's cool. And I learned to accept that everybody's different. I had a Quick question though, like, so you were from, like, when you switched from Christianity to like the open thinking, I would say, like, what was it like, like, around family? Because you know they grew up Christian. Did you have to like formally denounce, like, hey, I'm not into this anymore, or was it just like a like a seamless transition into? It wasn't like a formally thing like that. It's just more like a, I kind of like kept it within. And it was just like, okay, this is where I can go. I didn't feel like everybody announcement, I'm practicing Ifa, or I'm practicing this, or Buddhism, mm-hmm. or I'm practicing, you know, I'm doing Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to make announcements. I don't, I don't feel like it's people's business. But if they're asking and we're talking about it, of course, I'll talk about it. But I'm not one of those people where I'm like, all right, everybody, hop on the bandwagon. We're ditching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to this new thing that's that works ten times better. Mm-hmm. You know, so I respect other people's beliefs as well, and so like when you when you understand certain things about like the choices that you're making and like the path that you're on, are, are you a person that kind of understands that it's more about how you do what you do and, and what you're doing instead of bringing people with you? You know what I mean? 
that's yeah, that's important. Yes, I yeah. feel like it's more about the how, because sometimes when you're on this path, everybody can't come. Mm-hmm. It's not because you don't want them to. It's just like it just doesn't resonate with certain people anymore, and it's just it releases a lot. And I feel like that's something I kind of struggled with because it's like kind of like mourning a little bit, but it's mm. just natural. It's like oh, mm-hmm. that friend or that woman. They're like, hey, is is Chantrice okay? Yeah, Chantrice is fine. She's just releasing what no longer serves her. Mm. You should try it too. <laughs> we mm. all should try it. <laughs> It'll help to, us. Mm. Unless we can all be on the same path, that would be great. But if we're all on doing different things, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think we can all be on the same path. Yeah. It's traffic, bro. Slows you <laughs> down. Too much traffic. Slow too me much down, traffic. bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's science. You do this, I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll meet up. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's, sometimes it's like it's somebody's lesson. I think I've been learning that recently. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll see a friend make a big kind of mistake, and I'll be like, "Damn, they did that." Okay, that has nothing to do with me. That's fucked up, though. I love this person, but I can't. I think I'm still learning that lesson, but I can't. I just can't bring everybody. Which and it's. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm inspired by you saying that it's like when you learned that it was kind of like a morn a morning. And then you were kind of able to move on. But it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm seeing people's ghosts and they're still alive. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like fuck, bro. This my homie. Like, oh, I got friends that's like doing certain things. And I'm like, bro, how, when you know somebody's what they can be or what their own potential is, or, or sometimes they don't even see it in themselves. It's a hard pill to swallow. Because I hear y'all. You're right. It's like, Everybody's on their own path. They're gonna hit. They're gonna learn their lessons that they're supposed to learn in this life if they choose to. But it's like sometimes it feels selfish. It's to me. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm just, sometimes I'm just like it's a selfish game, bro. We're individuals, and we're programmed to like. Well, you know what? I'm reading a dark book, like a dark reference book, Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. And oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Carl Jung is oh, all wow. about like individual power. But you got to know the powers that may be like. There's a religion mm-hmm. power and there's a government power. Right, and they both want you to be in a collective so they can, like, mm-hmm. actually move mm-hmm. the way right. they want to move. Both have an agenda. Both, mm-hmm. like, but religion is more like you can't put, like, you can't put laws to it because there's faith in mm-hmm. it. So that's what gets you into the religion, like, the faith background. While government is just, like, laws. You So it's just, like, the individual has to be strong enough to actually recognize mm-hmm. who you are and the roles. And so it's just... You really have to look out for yourself in the first place. It's not selfish. Like, you you have to love everyone, right? You have to connect, not love everyone, but there's connection. That's why humans are, exist. Like, we're here for connection. We feed off each other, even trees. Like, they love, if you see trees, trees like to, like, linger to other trees. That's mm-hmm. what we are. We're trees, right? But at a certain time, like, tree doesn't care about your roots. Like, they got to know their roots are strong. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so we got to... Like, if you don't, like, if your roots are waving right, and right, moving, right. you trying to help somebody else, nigga, you about to topple over, too, like, I feel like. So, yeah, that's the selfish part of me. It's just, like, you really got to take care of yourself, like, in order for you to, like, even impact anyone else, mm-hmm. like, with your thoughts. Yeah. Which kind of leads me to uh, a really kind of amazing thing I read on your website, actually. Chantrice, which you you said, and I'd never heard this before. It was so simple. You said healed people heal people. Mm. I always hear the opposite. Exactly. I was like, (laughs) hurt people hurt people. 
and I've yeah. never seen I've never seen the other that that version. Yeah, people, huh. I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's there. You know there's an opposite, but you're like hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that, uh, how were you introduced to that concept? Well, I feel like it comes from, you know, the contrast. Because I always heard that hurt people hurt people. But I figured, hey, healed people can heal other people. And then we'll be, like, more healed. And then we'll be happy and healed. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And so it really comes from taking, being accountable for your actions and how you're treating others. And then it creates a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And then it'll just keep going. Is that in your music? Uh, that song? Or no, no, just like in general. It's like, is yeah. it like the, the intention behind it? Yeah, your that's music? the intention behind my song. AYG stands for All You Got. It's about releasing what no longer serves you and giving it all you got when you feel like you don't have really anything left or you're just. I felt that before I went to the studio, I was like, okay, I got, I got some stuff I got to get off my chest. I got to let this stuff go. Went to the studio. It just, the words started coming. Mm. And so it was basically a freestyle. And I just put it out. And I, my intentions were to heal others mm-hmm. through through my gift. I mean, everybody who's listening is going to look up the song anyway. But I, I had to, it was one of those moments where I like, I just listened to the words and I had to type them out because they were just so like, uh, and I can't believe you said it was a freestyle. Yeah. Because I just want, I kind of just want to hear like how you got here. Uh, cause the ver- first verse, I've been on this path doing my own thing. I don't need nobody's permission. Don't need no validation. I accept myself and you should too. That's how it goes. You gotta let go in life if you want to grow. So much trauma in my brain felt like I was insane. I had to progress, get the stress off my chest. All you got, you got to give it all you got. Which is like heavy shit. <laughs> For like the crooning, like smooth, kind of her inspired R&B that it is, like lyrically, this is like, like a war happening inside of you almost. I mean, I'm interpreting. Yeah. But like, I mean, you don't have to get that personal, but like. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Like, what happened? how do you just go in a booth and just let, like these words come out? Well, it just happens. But it's my, it's, you know, my life. Um, I can say that I've had a fair share of trauma, just like anybody else. Uh, I grew up in a single parent household, so my father wasn't around. And I feel like that leads to, like, abandonment issues. When someone that we can say is supposed to be there is not there. Mm-hmm. But I learned through time and space that, really, that's a bonus. Your parents just give you life. Anything else after that is a bonus. Mm. Like, I, and I realized that from the animal kingdom, like how the birds and everything, how they have babies, and then they just fly away. Mm. But they're not able to stay. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we want people to stay. Wow. They cannot stay. And so because my father wasn't there, I learned a lot about uh, myself. I learned that he's connected to me because I'm his daughter and I have the genes. So I have the code. So it doesn't matter how far away that he is. I'm, I'll always be connected mm-hmm. to him. And so... He taught me to be strong in whatever situation uh, because he's not going to be there. He's alive. And I met him and we've been connecting lately. But, you know, not it won't be however, you know, I think it would be. And so that's something that I had to come to terms with. And so I'm grateful that he wasn't there because it taught me a lot about myself. And it, Mm -hmm. it, it hurt a little bit. But once I removed the ego, I got the lesson. 
Because mm-hmm. the ego is edging God out. The ego wants to control. The ego wants wow. to. It wants like to to make meaning of everything. So you I said, need to slow down right now. Yeah. You said, that, you said that way too yeah. fast. Ego edging God out. That's wow. Yeah, I learned right that there. from mm. Deepak Chopra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So wow. Yeah, she has a point, huh? That guy's uh, that guy's kind of smart, huh? Deepak. <laughs> <laughs> so you do music, music. Right. I was also at uh, Pasadena City College. Um, I was taking jazz combo. I was in the um, gospel choir with Miss Betty Keller. And I won a, mm. uh, what did I win? A scholarship for being the most outstanding musician. Mm. What did I win? <laughs> she be, was, she helpful, I feel like bro. she has like a trophy collection that she just throws. I know, she got a closet full of just She's gold. like, yeah, I have an altar. <laughs> it's just like fucking trophies of old past competition. I'm not really competitive. And like, <laughs> like, you know, so like, yeah, that's a Grammy back there. I guess it's yeah. a Grammy back there. <laughs> yeah, I got a Grammy. Wow, that's wild. Didn't even know what year. What year is the sale on that? Oh, yeah, I was in high yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> Time is not, it, it's not real to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's good to keep it that way. Yeah. Bro, I was dealing with a real astrologer. Like, I went to her house. And she had a book of just like, I was going to read, I thought it was going to be worse. It's just numbers, all numbers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Like, it was like reading the book of numbers. Like, mm-hmm. like, I was like, what's going on? Like, what are you reading? She's like, these are all cycles. Like, and it was like cycles from like 1990, 1950 to 2050. Mm. And she's like, I can track, like, if you understand, I could track the cycles. Because she's like, time does not exist mm-hmm. the way we think it exists. But there are cycles of the moon. Mm-hmm. There are six-month cycles. There's a year cycle. It depends. I was like, break this down. Because I thought you guys just predict the future. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's not predicting the future. It's just cycles. Mm-hmm. Patterns. So, patterns, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she I, was, she, I was like, oh, I started doing this in, when I was 25. She was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe in 2012 you started doing this? I was like, yes, <laughs> Whoa. I was like, what you read? She was just like, it just says like, yeah, you're going through some experimental. I was like, what? All is not, it was like wild things. So I like have like a now an utmost respect for the real astrologers. Yeah, like she's yeah. not one of those like I read something. It was like she is flipping she's, through numbers like fucking Doctor Strange, bro. Yeah. Wow. Are you in that deep? Well, I know my life path number what is, is it? Five. Okay. What, leader, that? what does leader. that mean? What is that? That's like leader. That's like Michael Malcolm X type energy. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what you want to say? That's what yeah. you are right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> type energy. That's cool. A diplomat, a freedom fighter, someone who enjoys journeying, going away. What like is that. a life path number for those who don't know? Because I don't. Well, a life path number is a number that accumulated of all the numbers of your birth. Mm-hmm. And then you add all those numbers into each other and you get one number. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, from 1 to 10, I believe, something yeah. like that. I'm nine. I'm a nine. You just got to take a test. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and each number has, like, a, like a like a basis of what it is about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then it breaks down different numbers. Like, yeah. I was like, hmm, this is very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> nine was a good number. I don't know if it made me feel good. I was like, sounds good. This is a really good number. But um, I yeah. like nine. Yeah, I like nine. I thought it was going to be an eight or five because those are my favorite numbers. I was like, it got to be an eight. They're like, nah, you a nine, bro. <laughs> you a nine, which isn't bad. I don't remember what it was, though. So. Nine's like a, 
I don't know. I like nine in a comedy sense. It's, like, it's just a funny number. Just nine sounds, is like divine, feminine. Funny. It reminds me of that type of divine. Thing. Yeah, divine. Nine. Divine, nine, nine feminine. Three, six, Fem- nine. Yeah. It's like what the universe is surrounded by those numbers. Three, six, Three, six nine. nine. You know. <laughs> don't do this. Nah. <laughs> you know that's what they're going to think about. Hello. So they're tap- maybe they're tapping into the universe. They were probably, yeah. bro. Niggas they were reading in. like books back then. You know, rappers reading like conspiracy books. Like, nigga, you know all this shit. Nigga, it's three, it's six, and it's nine. How do we tell the people? <laughs> we gotta take it to the radio. Let's go, bro. You know, give them some, give them some sugar in that medicine, nigga. <laughs> go ahead. Three, six, nine. Go get it. Okay. Melt it down. Put it in the crunk juice, bro. <laughs> Listening to, like, Left Eye. Okay. Because I yeah. was like, she's the one. Yeah. She, this one is different. She's got something going on. I was doing my research. I was looking up conspiracy theories. I was like, wait, the Illuminati? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't listen to that music. They're going to get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. But with Left Eye, I was like, okay, she's on to something. She did her own thing. Mm-hmm. She met Dr. Sabi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he, she introduced us to Dr. Sabi. Oh, oh, I met. She was like the first one. What? Yes, right, exactly. That she, documentary was life changing. She right? is just a she's a trailblazer. She's way up in the stars with the cosmos. Yeah. And I actually met Doctor Sabi in 2015. I have a picture with him. Wow, he was just down to earth. I am sick of this. I was uh, actually performing <laughs> you know. with Rhythms of the Village with Mr. Noche, and uh, Doctor Sabi was the speaker. I was able to sit down and talk to him. He was so friendly and down to earth. He gave me his number. And I was like, <laughs> I had got some of his cell food supplements yeah. that helps mm-hmm. your cells and everything. He was telling me that he was, you know, getting ready to have a baby on the way. And I was like, mm-hmm. that man reminded me of my was, grandfather. Mm, just like he never yes. stopped like flirting with women at the old age that he was. Bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yo, you old as hell, bro. You 78 having a kid, bro. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he introduced the world us to CMOS. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And that's just, that's something that I don't know if we can, that's just worth more than anything. Mm-hmm. And now you see all the stores like Erewhon right, and, right, and Whole Foods having CMOS. Oh, you just started having CMOS in 2022. Do you know who brought it to us? Mm-hmm. To our attention. Right. But this is what they do. This and, is what they do. Bro. And I don't get it from them. I don't get my mm-hmm. CMOS from people that exploit or don't pay homage and respect to those that deserve it. Absolutely. So that's how we get our power back mm. is where we spend our dollar. Absolutely. And that's most important. Mm-hmm. Food is important. People don't talk about that. Yeah. Like how we eat. That's Bro, true. that's how I grew up. I really didn't take advantage of my childhood. Like wow. I really did. I really felt like I was trying to be so cool. Like, you know what I mean? Not do the indigenous things like my parents. Like we had mango trees in the backyard. We had avocado Man. trees in the back. Like, my dad would sing to these trees at after work. Like he, yeah, he wouldn't yeah, even yeah. say hi to us. He would go to the trees <laughs> and just talk to them. And just like he would like, look at this nigga out there <laughs> hugging that tree, <laughs> hugging that tree. And I, I'm in here tree. looking for a hug. <laughs> and he'd be like, and he'd come in so happy, like, look at the coconuts, look at the mango. Like these are my trees. I'd be like, I'm your son, though. <laughs> Don't you want me to produce something? <laughs> You give me a hug. I'm a mango. I'm a, I could be your mango dad. <laughs> I'm like, right. He's like, nah, some I fucked up. I didn't water you enough, nigga. <laughs> but he would really talk to these trees, bro. Like, and really like 
really be like that's one with them. uh my wow. my girl does that with our plants in the house like she talks to them and she takes care of them i'm i'm not good at that i mean i kiss my plants yeah you, you're supposed to yeah. it raises yeah. their vibration yeah like play and I had music. Them, they're very sensitive motherfuckers they are bro. sensitive as a bitch plants are so yes. bro. sensitive bro Dog. like right. let you get Something else in the house, they start withering away. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're not gonna like me no hey, more. Hey man, hey, hey right. man, I'm uh, looking yes. a little yellow over hey. there, baby. Hey. Hey, I'm about to drop. You gonna, <laughs> you gonna you do go, something? You gonna do? Uh, all right, nigga. All right, man. You, gonna, you gonna water me? Yeah, all right. You better water me. <laughs> like, right. God damn. When I started paying attention to what I eat, I started reading the back of everything and just seeing what's in stuff. And like, who, you know, even just working in Hollywood, it's like, okay, who made this? Who makes these decisions and, mm. and why? Mm-hmm. Um, right. We do need to be as conscious as we possibly can. I do vote. I do vote because it's what's available. And it's what... It's the system that we've all agreed is the system, quote-unquote, that America runs on. But I also think in the back of my head, like, that's not enough. And I've come to the realization that it's important for me to vote with my lifestyle. Vote with how Mm. I'm spending my dollars, Mm -hmm. Because that's, Ooh, that's a, man, economic that's power, because, you know, that's what, what people understand and that's how they move. Mm. So it's like, OK, they're doing that. I can do this mm-hmm. or I can spend my money with these people or that. Or if I'm catching a vibe in the store and it's not a good vibe, I, you're not getting my dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> and go. And that's how you get your power yeah, back. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one way of tapping into it. Just small for, as far as currency, material power. Mm-hmm. I like that. Same. Vote with your lifestyle. I like I've, yeah. Every day, I vote with my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You got to do it every day. You have to. It, ca- it counts more than the vote. Yeah. I think that's your With the up. clothes that you wear, I'm. this is handmade. Mm-hmm. I'm voting with my life. This is not Gucci. Ooh, this is Rhythms bro. of the Village. Ooh. Gucci, this, Gucci, no. Gucci mm-hmm. might be cool, but hey, this is Rhythms of the Village. This is Motherland. Yeah. This is my vibration. It's not every day, but hey, it's a start. Mm-hmm. We can start small and then... And we build, work mm-hmm. our way up, and we just keep going. That's and momentum. That's, yeah, momentum. That's value. That's that's beautiful. Well, uh, thanks for doing the show. Did you have a good time? I had a good time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, y'all don't see at home. She wearing like goddamn. She she, she is wearing like, Gucci, bro. She, she lying, like, bro. She got spiritual Gucci on. Spiritual Gucci, bro. Hey. That shit is luxury. What she wearing, bro? The motherland's finest. So. <laughs> What is it? Do you want to shout out the company again? Rhythms of the Village. Rhythms of the Village. This was made by Emeka Chakura. You can find them on Instagram under okay. Rhythms of the Village. Is it no underscores or anything like no that? No underscores. Rhythms of the Village. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. Uh, Jesus, man. This is... Thank you. Uh, thank you I, guys for having me. Okay. Yeah, man. She got all the fucking... <laughs> yeah, she got the When plugs. she said the ego shit, but I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got out like it was nothing. Hey, yeah, she did, though. Like, I liked how you did that. I was like, yeah, Jen got out. Anyways, um, back to... So me and Fella were just chilling. And then Common and Tiffany want to talk to me about life. And I was yeah. like, yo, calm down. I went to Costa Rica for a vacation, not to help you guys out. Stop being a moth, Tiffany. Common, stop rapping at the airport. Nobody want to hear that shit. You can hear all the episodes at highpowerpod.com. You can follow us at highpowerpod on IG. Follow us, subscribe, rate us five stars. Because we love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. And uh, we got more amazing stuff coming up. And um, we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace and power. This podcast is brought to you by Let God Life Coaches. If you want to find our headquarters, go outside and just look up. Our hours are, yeah. 
Let God life coach us.